the effect outweighs the thought. This is a performance, me in the role of old man being a poet. This is in response to numerous experts I hear make reference to the Bible and the people who use it to guide their lives and the references they make are untrue. These men are telling the truth they know. But when they speak of the truth they know about the Bible, they're lying. They don't know it. Because you don't know what you don't know. And that's pretty much truck stop philosophy. You know, that's where things like it is what it is and been there, done that, entered the vernacular. No need to waste words saying you know stuff you don't know to prove something that you do know. So, there is so much stuff that I don't know but I am willing to bet my time and attention and effort that I can do some good in this world by doing that one thing in this world that I truly enjoy doing, which is playing with words to whatever effect I can look at and say, that's good. That's the whole goal of the algorithm of good. When you make something, you keep making it better. And each time you make it better, that's more good. It's, it's the idea of the golden mean. Things don't balance. Things don't turn into a bunch of little cubes spiraling into eternity. Possibly a bunch of little tetrahedrons spiraling into eternity. But things that are created artistically, artificially, using artifice, using our humanness to make something for a reason, for a purpose, perhaps to carry a message, you know, and since the medium and the message are one and the same, and we thank Marshall McLuhan for that insight, oft ignored, but not forgotten. The medium is the message. So if I take a piece of wood and I sculpt it into something that means 
something to me. I invest it with memories. I invest it with a a memeish currency that flows along the grain of the wood as I pay attention to the wood. Pay attention to the wood as I would pay attention to a river or pay attention to a mountain trail. And in a perfect world as I would pay attention to other people, but I never did learn how to pay attention to other people all that well. I kind of fell into myself and uh, until very recently have not believed that there was any of me that could reach beyond my skull. So, this is therapy, and I'm going to read what I believe is poetry by the actual classical definition of what poets do. You know, poets take messages and put them into a medium accessible to those who don't have ears to hear the message. So let's see if this works. The title is The Effect Outweighs the Thought. Undefined religion. Unestablished weights to base valuation of anything upon. The effect of those propositions. 19th century gullibility is alive and well in causes we effect by our incredulity cruelty our own just-so stories. The facts. Just the facts. Equidistance for balance when weights are disestablished. That's, that's wrong. Things are not balanced. That's not how reality works. The golden mean rolls on the spiral unrolls by extending itself as a nautilus or a common snail in your garden forever goes on and on and on and it begins when you decide obviously forever has already begun I wasn't paying attention. Okay, we're on the other side of the coinism, but we're balanced on the edge. Completely talking past each other. We're polar, 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 polar. If I can, if I can sense. We need to agree on certain tent pegs, the guy on the radio says. 
information consumes attention. We are desperately afflicted, afflicted, affected, afflicted, affected by the effect of attentional poverty, a famine for the pneumatish knowns, the words that reify the words of the prophets and the prophets grasp as they go by the prophets and the poets grasp those words those winds and those winds return on their circuits that's what the circuit riding preacher boy was chawing on as he rolled on Rolled on, rolled on. In his hand he was rolling and unrolling a sweet grass braid. His true love. And the thought come to him that that was what was bothering him. His true love. First love, is that? Is that the true love? <laughs> There's the rub. There's the place that makes the sore. His true love. That is something I shall see differently in eternity. He thought. This circuit riding preacher, his message was memorized boxed in chest. There's no forgetting things, thoughts and stories to clarify the muddy edges and the muddy dregs of original separation from the true in true love. Hmm. Focus on the YouTube inner focus comes from our amygdala. Some people call that our lizard brain, but this guy whose name I didn't make note of says it's our radar for danger. I think that's pretty cool, radar for danger. You might say motion sensor for danger these days. full-spectrum motion sensor for danger. If you imagine there are vibrations of certain frequencies that could affect your way of thinking about anything. From your amygdala is where the decision to fight or flee after paying attention to what it is that sent the signal, citing experience drawn from your entire life experience. This lizard brain checks everything and says, is this dangerous? And if it doesn't know, it alerts you. This is unknown territory. You've never been here before.
but it does that in like a zeptosecond, faster than you can think it. So you don't think it. That amygdala does it. Those kinds of decisions require information in the form of experience. One must have lived to have living experience. Old folks know stuff just because they've been on the planet longer. Some of us believe lies, but some of us grow wise and figure out which of the things that we are carrying around make our life more effortful. Which of those things are lies? Which of those things are not required of me? Which of these burdens that uh, doing the right thing socially and ethically and otherwise, which of those are actually something that ties me to the very essence of life, to the to life itself. True rest remains for people who can suspend their unbelief for long enough to believe forever began some time ago. And as far as you can know, time ends when you do. Pretty deep thought. His message was memorized. From that inner focus, the boy knew that inner focus, that ability built into his brain to pay solid attention to what he was pondering. Meditating wouldn't be the idea here. This is not stillness in the boy. I mean, he's on the back of a Tennessee walker, but it's still a bumpy ride. The soul of this boy, the artist, the maker, the crafty soul that can get stuff done. That inner sense links us to the concept of right. Then it goes to the word right that has to be defined for those without ears to hear and who have not experienced life enough to actually know right and wrong is pretty much obvious and it's going to turn out right because wrong doesn't work. That's not the same as good and evil. That's a, another kind of focus. That's other focus. That's where you are 
able to feel what other people feel, if you know what I mean. Empathy. Cognitive empathy. Yeah, man, I know what you mean. Emotional empathy, that's that. I know how you feel. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Empathetic concern, that's... I will help, which has to then go around to an outer focus. How are you going to help? If you seriously ask the question and you wanted an answer, you said, what good can I do in this world? What good can I do in this bubble I exist in? I mean, my bubble now is big enough that I can say other people do exist in the bubble I exist in. So what good can I do for those who inhabit the bubble I exist in? And the first thing that came to mind was I would uh, teach them everything I know, and that only took about 20 minutes. Sit straight. Close your eyes breathe pay attention do it again more aware of this breath do it again Your gut is what leads you astray most time. It's where most of your appetites are that get you thinking about anything but breathing. One breath in, one breath out. You can pull your own self back to that discipline, to that activity of breathing and thinking. Breathing, thinking. Thinking, breathing. Thinking, breathing. Thinking, breathing. Thinking, breathing. Thinking. Breathing, and you begin to get the idea exactly how are we going to get that good done, which we imagine we can do together, me and all my integrated personas with their tools and their masks and their experience that my amygdala can draw upon. Nah, it's, it's not split personality. It's not some kinky, crazy thing. It's just that the truth is every single one of us can be every single one of us. If we can imagine being other than ourselves in any real way.
sort of surrealistic when you think about it. You need that inner focus and the other focus and the outer focus, or you do end up rudderless, clueless, and blindsided. Our attention muscle, when we find ourselves in a maze that was built by a poet on purpose, who asked you, come and see. This breadth that we were paying attention to and we got distracted from paying attention to, the breath that was intended to calm us, intended to still the pond we float upon, to still the edge of the bubble we ride, the very edge of the bubble we ride. Attention is taken from us by the world that we interact with. And oftentimes the taking of that attention has just happened. Is rape, no less. A muddying of my waters. And the mob minds its manners and refuses with the fusion. Confusion. Everything going on everywhere. And the emergencies make the loudest pops. Left to right bell curves, Pareto's law, 80, 20 or so. Mindfulness was being taught to the biotech guys who were making big bucks selling the ideas of what could be done once the human genome was mapped. And it was mapped in my lifetime. And all those biotech companies went belly up because the human genome didn't work the way men imagined the human genome worked. But people didn't decide to just be stupid and say, oh, that's something we can't know. They've gone on in the past 20 years and they have learned more about epigenetics. Which genes are turned on and what are the possibilities of turning on varieties of genes and varieties of patterns that no one has ever imagined before? And what if it's possible for our own brains to turn on epigenetic switches. Whoa! What if we could live forever mentally? Would you do it? 
we could build an intelligence that probably could if we paid attention attention the brain is the last organ to mature in human beings that's a interesting fact but we've all lived it especially men who have gone all the way through their midlife crisis and have gone to literal old age <laughs> literal as opposed to virtual old age which uh, is kind of like faster fasting uh, the psychedelic cheaply bought wisdom because you get to glimpse the ox without having any idea that there are five steps beyond that and then you end up nowhere but the brain's the last organ to mature and uh, there's a lot of myth about what happens to our brain as we get old a lot of myth about what LSD can do to a brain, what cannabis can do to a brain. A lot of uh, serious business knowledge about what drugs and alcohol can do to a brain and what crappy food can do to a brain and what traumatic events can do to a brain, all kinds of things can epigenetically affect our brains. Turn on genes that pump up the volume on our adrenaline gland or pump up the volume on our dopamine urges. And then they just pound on us, pound on us, the attention rapists, they pound on us gotta sell them, gotta sell them, gotta sell them, gotta sell them something, gotta sell them something, gotta sell them something, gotta sell them something. The mental muscle of attention. You're paying attention and you're being controlled and they're using the same library of experience that's connected to your lizard brain. Somehow, your danger radar attention that's where your brain makes words from those signals coming from that lizard brain you gotta have some life experience to be able to have words that can effectively say what you intend to say when you intend to say something good, something that will not hurt the hearer if they try this at home. Act. Choose. Think. Act. Choose. It's an exercise. Choose peace. Think. Choose peace. 
think. Choose peace. Think. Act. Choose. Good. Think. Act. Good. Think. Act. Good. Think. Act. Good, think, act, good, think, act, good, think, act, good, think, act. I think again, I think again, I think again, I think again. Then this is that. The peaceful place, you know. Fret not. Jesus bubble. No explosive ideas come this far in the ways these thoughts flow. We ride currents, not waves. We grow deep beneath the ice glacially moving, watching society learn to teach their children how to do a put-up in response to a put-down. Teach moms to coach peace. Teach that monster mom and dad, that system that exists, which is optimum for rearing children who can pay attention to the good and shun the evil for what it is. Societies that rear their children with the probability of war in mind. They rear their children to be good soldiers when the time comes. And under the empirical mind that I was reared, being a soldier was an honorable profession. And it was only natural that boys would be boys and tend toward war. But as we learn as human beings and we come to this place where, you know, war is not really necessary right now. Boys can pretend war all they want. And if we're paying attention to the child himself and we can bring him in from his virtual warfare and cause him to stand on his own two feet under the knowing of the good and evil that can be learned about in emotional experiences that you only experience virtually. You can pay attention to me and feel what I'm feeling just as I can pay attention to you and feel what you're feeling. It really is the way that human beings work. So if we stop this bias toward hostility that we build into those children who lean that way anyway. You know, they, 
they make the best football linemen. They make the the best tacklers, the best drill sergeants. But we don't need to make those kind of people anymore. We don't need them. We could use some really skilled tailors and some some shoemakers who just enjoyed doing what they do and could make a pair of shoes a day when they were feeling good. You know, a pair of shoes a day, handmade to my foot. I don't think there's anybody that I know wouldn't pay $300 for a pair of shoes that was going to last them five years guaranteed and I'll resole them twice. That was the kind of way village economies worked. The guy who could do something really well, that guy got paid for doing what he did really well. And he was happy and all the people who had the shoes were happy. They were good shoes. It was like an emotional virus, a contagiousness that could come across just from the cobbler, just from the cobbler's attitude, just from the way the cobbler put a sole on a shoe. Black cat's paw, rubber soles. Paying attention to the others who need pay us none. Is that doing unto others as you would have it done unto you? Paying attention to the others who need pay no attention to me. Angels think that way. Spirits think that way. On the mob level, spirits can think that way. I believe it. But can a mob pay attention? A mob can crave attention, but can a mob pay attention? A mob can suck attention. But that bubble has to pop because a mob never breathes out anything because life won't let the bubble of what that mob is breathing out escape the bubble of what that mob believes. Life itself opposes lies. That's how yeast works. Did you know that? Yeast in glutinous flour made from wheat bubbles into carbon dioxide bubbles to fluff up the loaf and give us the ubiquitous white bread of my youth. These leavened loaves filled with little bubbles that before they are baked, they are a bubble one molecule thick of 200 proof ethanol, pure ethanol. That's what the yeast makes. That's what the bubbles are made out of. 
And when the yeast bubbles pop, the alcohol is left behind. The spirits have flown, and the alcohol is left behind. And for people who knew how that worked, they invented all sorts of whys that it did work that way. But you know, the Egyptians knew how to make liquid bread way, way, way back when. So somebody must have been paying attention to some instructions somewhere because it ain't easy to make beer. It doesn't just happen to evolve out of our community letting some wheat go bad or some rye go bad or some corn go bad or whatever. Nah, somebody's got to teach you how to brew beer. I have a very good friend, Yeshua. He's a brew master. A brew master for Anheuser Bush, but he's retired. He was paid for brewing, that master brewer. He paid attention to what it is the yeast does and how that whole fermentation cycle works together for good to everything that's involved until men get involved. <laughs> a bias toward hostile attribution from war games. Somebody bumps you. It's a slight transgression of your own space alerts. Alert. Somebody violated my space. The danger radar delta force hormones. The gut reaction. Shoot. Quick kill. Your weapon is your finger point at what you see. That works. Birdshot makes it happen more often. <laughs> An arrow makes it happen far more elegantly. There's a Zen meditation in archery that is interesting, to say the least. Meditate or pray. Not the same. Peaceful partners, gregarious ideas, agreeable thoughts, emotional contagions, leavenish, Levinish, living, immaterial things. Paying attention on the purpose of enjoying the time we have. Paying attention to the others who need pay us none. May we do that at mob level? I trow not. Broken window syndrome, what is that? Genes or epi or meta, who knows, stereotypes. How came that to mean what I think it means?
What do I think it means? Bayesian terms in Keynesian economics with time as the script. Pay attention. Classification by privilege. Classification by privilege. That's how things stacked up as I was growing old. That's a bad sort of classification. It wastes a lot of sorting attention. I believe that if we were to sort people based on the attention paid to the most good-making occupation, we could build a system globally, technically, magically, if we can divine magi agreeably enough to cognize the role. Some say they recognize it already. Habit, like crossing your arms, do it one way, then do it the other. You had to think to do it the other, the neural path through the mental landscape. It's the path less traveled by to fold your arms the unhabitual way. You know, I live in the chaparral and you have to follow trails that exist or get scratched all to hell. Or if you're really trippy, you can crawl on your belly, follow your dog as he finds a trail that goes under the manzanitas that are all twisted together. It's something that you can do, but you can't make a habit of it. Do it once, you could never do it again the same way. Imagine you're a hunter and you're belly crawling to the edge of the meadow, breaking no branches and systems functioning in the dark, silent woods. Or the dark, raucous jungle. <laughs> that changes the analogy. Oh, attention wise. Expressivity out. Pushing emotions from power. Explosive ideas from the head. The leader. Ah. But then sleep. There comes the dream. Awake, there comes the vision. My people perish for lack of vision. My people perish for lack of knowledge. No contradictions in the Bible. The Bible tells the story that is in the book of life. Honest to God. System blindness begins 
when the attention pair is ignoring the no calls sign that you put up before you went to pray or meditate or whatever it is you do to be still and know. Be still and know. Every emotional trigger that an advertisement can pull, it will pull. Every emotional trigger that a money-sucking corruption, a cancerous thing that converts attention into money, converts attention into money, and it begins to just pay people for their attention so that they can't pay attention to anything else and add worth to anything else by artificing with their craft, by using the gifts that they have been given to make something out of nothing. To make the world a better place by epigenetically starting trouble, troubling one's own house, entitles one to inherit the wind. It's not such a bad way to end. Let's see if we can do this another day. This was longer than I expected.